0: Hello, entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura L. Bernhard. Welcome back to the Marketing Bound Podcast, where we help you leverage inbound marketing strategies to grow your business. After a poll I did last week on LinkedIn, a lot of you are excited to learn more about Instagram. So this week I interview Lucas O'Keefe, social media expert that grew his Instagram account to over 60,000 engaged followers in just 10 months months. If you have any interest in growing an engaged audience on Instagram, then this episode is for you in what you're about to hear. Lucas provides a breakdown of the features that help you grow what to do to keep your audience engaged, how to leverage other people's audiences, the best metric on Instagram and the most powerful feature to sell your services on the platform. Lucas also reveals his Instagram wishlist. So make sure to listen until the very end. And if you enjoy this episode, be sure to subscribe to the Marketing Bound Podcast and share this episode. Lucas, thank you so much for being on the Marketing Bound Podcast,
1: welcome. it's great to be here i've been excited for this my first podcast of the the new year actually
0: oh my god that's amazing well i'm honored that i am the first of the year and i'm sure you'll have so many more with your large following everyone just so everybody knows i started following lucas last week okay last week we already have a great bond of friendship going on here number one number two i bought his content planner because it's amazing and it was reasonably priced and he gained 5,000 followers in that time.
1: It, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's uh social media is a magical place. Great things happen.
0: <laughs> I, I love this. And today we're going to be talking about Instagram trends. So everybody get out your notepads cause it's going to be intense. But right before we get into that, I know that you're a school teacher. I know that you're on social media, but I want to ask you why lifeguarding was your favorite job
1: ever well you did your research um (laughs) lifeguarding what and it was lifeguarding was my favorite job ever um it is just a job that is all about you know it's a very serious job but and it's not as you know as elaborate as the movies make it seem like it's not all just fun but it is a very fun job especially uh when i was a student it was a great job to give me responsibility um but also to be able to have that good balance of fun and you know, being active, being able to do a little bit more than just uh, standing around or sitting around. And I think it was actually a good transition into teaching because you know, even as a lifeguard, I was also a swimming instructor, which I should add in too, like that was a big part of it. But that let me you know, find my personality, find my teaching style, my communication style, my role on a team. So I, I think it's, it was a great way to pick up tons of skills that I've taken now into my own business and my, my job as a teacher.
0: It was like the foundation of your career And you just kept building up on top of it.
1: Exactly. It it was no, it was no Zac Efron from the Baywatch redo, (laughs) but it it was a lot of fun.
0: I still haven't watched that movie. i I now I will, now (laughs) I have to, (laughs) but I want everyone to know as well that you started like this whole social media experimentation just under a year ago. And you did it on the side because when the pandemic hit, you had more time on your hands and now it's a full blown like side business. For
1: you yeah that's that's exactly it so um you know march 2020 it was just it was march break for the school year march break the the first day of march break 2020 was actually when it was announced here in ontario that the pandemic was going to be you know going into a bit more full speed mm-hmm. uh and the lockdowns right so finding out that i wasn't going to be going back to in-class teaching I, I saw a bit more time on my hands and i just decided you know what i've been i'm a planner i've been talking about planning and researching starting this business starting this brand but what I actually just needed to do was execute, right? Put into action and get started. That was my opportunity and I did and and it's it's really come far in the last 10 months.
0: Oh my gosh, yes it has. And we're gonna, okay, let's let's dive into it a little bit more. So on Instagram, I know you also started on TikTok as a way to keep in touch with your students. You built, I think you have like 70,000 followers. Now it's probably at like 90,
1: 95 or something. I haven't used it in a while, but but I haven't looked in
0: a day. So (laughs) (laughs) apologies. (laughs) So 95,000, then you grew another large following on Instagram. Before we start getting into the trends, is there something that you think you're doing that is just allowing you to build really, really quickly these communities?
1: Yeah, I think it really comes down to just get involved in the platform and Uh, it becomes very tempting to just be a consumer of content. And we've all been Mm -hmm. there, right? Like the last, you know, since I discovered social media, I was a consumer. I would be on my couch for two hours, just swiping through, scrolling through, Mm -hmm. without realizing how much time had passed, just consuming content. Um, The big turning point, regardless of what platform, was when I started thinking about why I was consuming it. So I started looking at like, you know, a TikTok video and thinking like, you know, I just watched this three times in a row. What was that hook? Like, what was that reason I can't? you know, felt so in tune with that video. Same thing with Instagram, right? Like so many different pieces of content every single day, every single minute. But what, why did that one post make me stop, open up that caption and read? As soon as I started doing that on really any platform, I think all the signs are there for how you can really grow and and scale quickly.
0: So you're really learning on the platform and I'm glad that you mentioned, we're mentioning TikTok because instagram kind of stole tiktok's idea and turned them into reels so reels is relatively new it came out what about six months ago
1: yeah so august i think they they really did a quick pivot as soon as Mm -hmm. tiktok was banned in india they were like you know uh, and at the time india was the second largest uh country or population using tiktok Mm -hmm. and it was outright banned right uh so so instagram was like well there's a quick way for us to get millions and millions of users back to Instagram, mm-hmm. let's drop Reels. So they really rushed it out, I think August, 2020.
0: Okay, so tell us about Reels and how it can benefit an entrepreneur on Instagram.
1: Yeah, so the big thing about Reels is, you know, reg- whether the Instagram community likes it or not, Instagram wants to really encourage Reels, right? So there are many people, I'm still on the fence, I'm not too sure how I feel about it, uh, but there are many people who just don't like Reels on Instagram, but regardless, Instagram wants this format being used, largely because of what I said. They see TikTok as you know a massive platform. There is like TikTok has mobilized to add, adding like business opportunities, ads really quickly compared to how long it took Instagram and Facebook in their early stages. True. So it's a very huge platform with tons of potential, especially for you know Gen Z, right? Um, but Instagram sees this potential and they realize that, hey, we have the audience, they love Instagram. If we add this format, people will use it. But there's only one small problem right now with Reels on Instagram, and that's there just isn't enough content, right? The big thing with TikToks, and and it might be surprising, right? Because we see Reels all the time, like they're being like thrown at us now as modern Instagram users. Um, But the big reason behind TikTok and the organic reach that you can really get on TikTok was that there were more people watching videos then videos to show them. So people would just keep going and they get tons and tons of content and it would really just get pushed out to you. Instagram wants to do that with reels. They want to have people searching for the format. Um, but right now it's just all about encouraging the Instagram creators to get away from just images and to start making this video content. So they really want us doing it. Do
0: you think they're doing a good job at that? Because to get to their reels, I find it's like a little, it's a little
1: difficult. I don't think they're there yet. And, and that's why mm-hmm. I think I think that's why this was a great one to start in terms of like our trends, right? For the for the for this year for 2021. Um, I think because they rushed it out so quickly, they're still missing tons of the features that made TikTok the unique and very appealing platform it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: And you can also make the argument that like TikTok videos are successful only on TikTok, because that's what if you log into TikTok, you're only gonna be able to get quick, short videos. On Instagram, you have you have so much more going on, right? You have images and maybe you don't like video at all. You have lives, you have stories. There's so much going on that it's like, it's almost like choice paralysis, right? So it'll be difficult for the, I think it'll be difficult for the Reels community to kind of carve out a niche or a place on Instagram.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but it, in terms of that, I do think Instagram is doing a pretty good job catching up to all the features that uh, TikTok has. So every month we're getting something new that we can do with reels and like you said they're all pretty much direct copies from TikTok features but it is it is interesting to see the platform catching up to where TikTok is
0: i also think that it's much easier to share from TikTok than it is from Instagram which i think helped the virality of TikTok to begin with
1: definitely i, I 100% agree um and one of the things It's not one of the trends I was going to comment on today, but a big thing we do see continuing in 2021 is users just repurposing TikToks and posting them as reels. Mm -hmm. And even users still just, um, you see this quite often, but you know when someone will post like a tweet on Twitter and they'll just like screenshot their tweet and post it as an Instagram post. Yeah. Uh, That is, that and repurposed uh, TikTok videos are still going to be a very, popular way to share your content. And there's not really, the cool thing is there's not really any shame about it. People know that that TikTok watermark is there in the corners. People see the Twitter handle and it's fine. People are okay with it.
0: Okay. So that's a sign to say, okay, you can post on TikTok and then just repurpose it to Instagram. That's a-okay for people to do.
1: Yep. I've even awesome. seen it with LinkedIn and it's working pretty well. It's kind of cool to see it from LinkedIn actually.
0: <laughs> Where people post their TikToks?
1: Uh, sorry, they'll, they'll post a, they'll post like a screenshot of their LinkedIn post. Oh, so it looks like the Twitter kind of style, but it's like unique with LinkedIn and they'll put it on yeah. Instagram and it's kind of cool.
0: Oh my gosh. I've never seen that before, but mm. I can definitely, I'm thinking I'm going to try that too. Cause that's, it's easy, especially with like the Twitter when people screenshot it, easy way to repurpose.
1: The formatting's there and repurposing is a great way to kind of, yeah. you know, cover your grounds in a very easy way.
0: Okay. So I have an idea. We're going to be talking about a lot of trends on a scale. From one to 10, 10 being absolutely yes. What, how, like how much on the scale should entrepreneurs be using reels?
1: So this is an inter- This is probably the most interesting one. I'll have to answer for that scale because with reels, my big advice is try it, be open towards it, right? Give it mm-hmm. a shot. Um, and there are so many different creative things you can do. People are just scratching the surface with reels and the creative ways to communicate. On TikTok, they're already at that peak creativity, but it is a very different audience. On Reels, I still think people are just discovering it. So I always say try it, um, but don't feel pressured to have to make Reels because for some people, it's just not their, their preferred or most um, effective communication style, right? I always say, find your best way to communicate on Instagram. Even though Instagram does reward us for using like as many of their features as possible, we do know that right? They have so many different things. So the more you use, the more the algorithm will push out your content, but the algorithm isn't your only, really the algorithm shouldn't be the only thing you're trying to please. If you're making reels just for the algorithm, but your audience is like, I didn't follow you for this. I I liked your infographics or I liked your insightful um, quotes and advice, right? Go back to that. So try it, sample it, see if it's for you and then do it if you can. But if it's not, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. So stick with what's working.
0: And I think that that's really good advice too, is just try it because it is at its infancy. So if it works for you, you have a better chance of it really working for Mm you. Right? you'll be
1: unique, right? Because not many people have aced it yet. Not everybody is like, has reels down to a T. So you will stand out, which is a big thing for businesses.
0: Okay. So on the scale, what number would you give it?
1: All right, let's give it a, let's give it a a 10 if you can, if you can do it and if you can pull it off. Um, if you can't just still, I still say it's like a six or seven.
0: Okay. That's still yep. pretty high it's a pass. yeah. try it out. <laughs> it's a pass. Okay. So the next thing I want to talk about is lives. Okay. I'm not sure when this feature started though. Was that in 2020?
1: So Instagram live had been around for more than a year, yeah. but it, it was definitely like, I hadn't used it until 2020. I hadn't mm-hmm. as, as a creator. So someone who's going live, but also as a viewer. I hadn't touched it since 2020, right? So that's another trend and also just really a, ch- a, a habit that's really changing because of COVID-19, right? People are seeking that information in a live stream format. Look at Zoom stock, look at, you know, I didn't know what Zoom was a year ago. Look at how <laughs> Zoom has just blown up. That's mm-hmm. one thing that is now gonna move forward with us because it's now the new normal is the, the cliche thing to say, right? Um, live streaming with your audience and your community is also the new normal. So it's just Instagram has seen a massive increase in live usage and live stream viewing. Um, And I don't see any signs of that slowing down. And it's a great way to connect and communicate with your audience.
0: So I have a small audience on Instagram, like 230. But if everyone listens, goes and follows me, that would be amazing. (laughs) But I have a small audience. Should I still be doing those live streams?
1: Yeah, and what I would actually suggest in regards to that is start doing the live streams and make it, make it like a radio show, make it consistent. So um, something I've done since very early on in my account uh, was I do a Friday live with a good friend of mine. And, and that's the huge advantage of lives. And this is why I would definitely advise it for someone who's trying to grow their account, go live with a guest or go live as the guest because the neat thing is, whenever you go live with someone else, both, both groups of, of followers or both audiences get that notification, right? Mm-hmm. So if we were on a live right now, my audience would get notified, your audience would get notified, new people who follow, uh, who follow you but don't follow me and vice versa would be able to see our accounts. And that's a great way to just get exposed to a brand new audience in a positive way. So if you can try to partner up with someone and just say, hey, we're both looking to grow, why don't we do a weekly live together and you know, make this a great way to build our reputation.
0: The person you do the live with is that someone you knew before, or you met on Instagram?
1: Oh, entirely through Instagram. Yeah. So he's a oh, he's okay. a guy. He lives in Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, he it's interesting because he has a very um, marketing oriented background. So he's he went to school for marketing. He's ran his own marketing firm for years now, and I have the social media background. So we approach the same topic together but from both of our two different backgrounds and we look at the overlap and we both kind of chime in. So
0: again, mm-hmm. just find
1: that, find that unique factor, find that reason why people are going to watch it. And even from when we started, let's say the first one, we had like two people watching. It was okay because, you know, even with only two people in the audience, he and I, he and I are going to have that conversation anyways. Mm-hmm. Right? So It's not awkward. It's not like I'm just speaking out to nobody um, or by myself. So having that, that kind of person to help you out is a great way to go. And now that we've done this every Friday, we just did our first one of the new year um, last week. And even though it's only 15 minutes long, so people only have that 15 minute window to join, we started and had 50 people watching within the first like 30 seconds of going up. So build that habit and build that expectation and people will really tune in and remember you for it.
0: Power of being consistent. Yes but I find the lives are more of a way to keep your audience engaged as to growing your audience. Whereas like I find the reels do that more.
1: Yes. You'll definitely get more, more organic reach to new Mm -hmm. audiences. Um, especially like I said, if if you're doing it by yourself, um, you're the only one in the live, nobody's going to see it except for your pre existing followers. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to grow with lives, um, First of all, like you said, there are, there are better ways to do it like uh, Reels, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're gonna look at carousels in a moment too, because that's another great way. Um, so I would stick to that if you're looking to grow, but also if you have someone with another audience, it is a good way to kind of get a bit, of, to sap a little bit of their audience as well.
0: Mm-hmm. I guess, yeah. It, well, you're doing it with the same person, so it's limited, but if you're doing it some, with someone different every single week or every month or whatever it is, that's also a way to grow and using that feature. Is, is there anything that's going to change for the lives? Do you know of in 2021?
1: Um, actually, yes. Lives are going to get very exciting. Um, and we're already seeing it. So the first thing they announced this was in the summer, but. And I think it's out now. I haven't really investigated this. Mm -hmm. This isn't the one I'm too excited for, but they've added paid live badges. This is more, I feel for like the really massive influencers, you know, the celebrities out there, but basically your audience can pay you and you set, you set the price as far as I understand, Mm -hmm. um, but your audience can pay you to be like that like supporter badge beside their name. So they get mm-hmm. like kind of like a little special club that they're, they're involved in. So when their comments go up, they get the live supporter badge. That's cool, but again. That's for, like TikTok. It, it is, right? It, yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of neat, but I don't see that having huge potential. The thing I'm very excited for, it's currently only available in India, um, but I've been on one of these and it was such an interesting experience. You can now have up to four people on one Instagram live. So instead of just one, instead of just two, mm-hmm. and I was able to do this, even though it's only in India, I did this in December because one of my friends who lives in India, he was the host and only the host needs the feature because they're the one doing the inviting. Oh. So it, it was really cool. It felt like we were on a talk show, felt like we were on a panel. We had, um, it started with three of us and then that fourth seat was kind of like the hot seat. So we had people from the audience who we were just being like, if you, if you want to comment on this topic, let us know. We'll have you, we'll bring you in. So it was really cool. And that's four audiences now that we're able to leverage.
0: Oh, that's very interesting for the mm-hmm. new year. So,
1: so hopefully we we'll see that soon. I, I'm excited as you can tell.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. So on a scale of one to 10 lives.
1: Uh, lives are a 10.
0: Oh, for sure. we're giving, uh, we're giving the if audience it, a lot of work. <laughs>
1: if people are comfortable, if, again, again, yeah. the, my main takeaway with any of these trends, mm-hmm. Instagram, I love Instagram because it is such a versatile platform. It's not just TikTok where it's just videos, right? Mm-hmm. It is a platform that lets you, whatever your best way to, com- to communicate is, whatever way you're most comfortable communicating, Instagram gives you a way to do that and an audience to do that for. So don't do it all, find what works for you and then really just keep consistent with it. So again, if you're comfortable and if you can really speak in front of that audience and work that crowd, do lives.
0: Okay, good advice now let's move on to our favorite feature (laughs) and that is carousels yes
1: even has the fancy name right
0: yes okay talk to us about what carousels are in in case somebody doesn't know and how you use use them to leverage your business
1: yes so um and i'm glad you introduced that because when i when i first started I would hear about carousels all the time. I hear that term. I had no idea what it was. Mm -hmm. So I find many people hear it and don't know what it is, but you've all probably seen a carousel. Um, a carousel is just when you upload a post to Instagram, it used to be, you can only put one post right now you can put up to 10. So we call them slides. That's what I usually do, but you can, you can include up to 10 images in one post. And when you go through the feed and you see one, it lets you swipe through. So you can swipe all the way through to the back to see all 10 Mm -hmm. and, Carousels are amazing because they unlock so much potential for you to bring value, right? Anyone who is um, like any anyone who is service-based and is really trying to connect with their potential audience to show them that like, look, here's the expertise, here's the knowledge I have, here's the reputation I want to build with you, here's what I what I have to share. It is so much more effective to take ten slides to present that than just trying to jam it all into one little tiny square that you would normally get on Instagram. Right. Or even video, if you're not comfortable with video Mm
0: -hmm. carousels
1: are amazing because you can really just pack in the value overall.
0: Yeah. And I know before the carousels, it would be one post and then a super long written text. And now everyone's like, no, we can just put that in a story format in the carousels
1: exactly right it used to be it used to, we used to be completely reliant on captions mm-hmm. right and captions still are effective i always say that some people again give give your audience as many different ways to consume your content so if someone might be like you know i don't really care about his carousel but i like the caption i like reading mm-hmm. it's like a blog for me right so do that still but like you said now it's it's a much more interactive format just adding in that swipe mechanic right? Mm -hmm. And you can even do some fun things like put arrows to encourage people visually to swipe, right? Do cliffhangers, do appealing designs, right? Um, Just by having that, you are much more likely to get the views. And carousels are great, in my opinion, because of a factor that we call dwell time. So dwell time is what the instagram algorithm looks at in terms of finding out if it thinks your account is worth showing or sharing to more people right mm-hmm. and basically what dwell time means is it's tracking how long someone stays on your post so if you were to post something and let's say it's just one slide it's just a single image or a photo someone might look at it right they might take a look they might double tap and swipe on that's like a few seconds of dwell time very short the algorithm is not going to prioritize that because you're not keeping people on Instagram. Instagram wants you to keep people on Instagram. So it can show them ads and make more money, right? Instagram's a business. That's their main goal. Um, and we can't forget that. So if you are posting carousels, you're going to get much more dwell time or a much greater dwell time. I should say, because someone is not only just looking at your one slide, maybe reading your caption, maybe not. They are interacting. They're reading every single thing. The interactive swipe features, keeping them engaged. They are focused. Instagram is recording every second of that dwell time. Maybe they'll read the caption after, get even more out of them. And Instagram is saying, you know what? Thank you. Your post is keeping people on this platform. We like you. Let's show this post to more people and more people. And that's how you really get that organic reach.
0: Mm-hmm. I have a few of your carousels saved. I'm like, ah, yes. <laughs> and and save,
1: saves are the best metric, uh, in my opinion um and instagram yeah. ranks like likes comments saves and shares mm-hmm. shares are good to get you out to new people so don't mm-hmm. get me wrong but um and but likes comments those can really be fabricated right those can be spammed. they're are, are
0: yeah robots that can
1: do it or whatever yeah um but shares and saves are still difficult those are usually authentic and if someone is saving like you said they're telling mm-hmm. instagram i'm not only going to be on instagram once reading this i plan to come back and read this so instagram likes that even more <laughs>
0: super key and i know you make your carousels on canva right yes how long does it take you um to make i guess one carousel
1: so it, it, it's definitely gonna be long in the beginning um mm-hmm. it's all a process right and i use canva for everything i do not have a formal design background um, I discovered Canva as a school teacher because I was using it to design worksheets, right? It was an mm-hmm. easier thing to do for worksheets than PowerPoint or, you know, uh, what's it Microsoft publisher, I think. Um, those fancy ones that I don't know. Yeah. About. Right. Yeah, that those don't ones. actually work that well. Yeah. <laughs> Canva is just super easy. You can drag and yeah. drop anything. You can move it around anywhere on the page that you want. So I was using Canva for that. And when I actually first started on Instagram and I, I joined a very design oriented community and I thought I needed like Adobe illustrator. Adobe Photoshop, because that's what everybody else was using, um, realize that Canva is a powerhouse of its own. And it's all about finding what makes it easy for you to communicate effectively, right? So Mm -hmm. now a single carousel post on Canva probably takes me all in about 30 minutes. And and that's a process that I've really refined and fine-tuned. The more templated you can make it. So if you have have, like your brand colors, your brand fonts, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe some common images and icons you like to use, keep those all saved in a folder on canvas so you can easily access them and get going with them. And you'll see that the cr- content creation while it's long in the beginning, you can really cut it down.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that. Cause I was even watching, I think it was a, a live that you were a part of where you, you look at your, um, Oh my God, I don't remember what it's called. Oh, the
1: grid. Yes. The yeah, grid. Yeah.
0: And then you were planning your posts and like what colors to use to make sure that it was, very nice to look at. And I yeah. thought that was an interesting, like detail that you took the time to do. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's why he has 50,000 followers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, and bringing, bringing that value really does help, right? So mm-hmm. you, we were talking about how saves are very important. Um, people are unlikely to just like save a photo of something, right? Mm-hmm. But if it is like an infographic, right? They're gonna talk about it. They might wanna refer back to it. Maybe they mm-hmm. wanna post it on their own resources or their own blog or share it to a colleague. And if it is like a mini guide that is a carousel, like a mini ebook almost, which is what mm-hmm. how, I, how I compare them, um, people are very likely to save those so they can go back and look at it, which is what you want.
0: Yeah, you really want those saves. So on a scale from one to 10.
1: Again, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cheat here. <laughs> I'm gonna say if you, if you are effective with it. So I have seen accounts that have amazing photography and are really good writer. They're really strong writers. So they can rock the just you know photo, caption and they don't need any carousels Mm -hmm. but again um try to work it in try it out and even if you are making because again they can be time consuming even if you add like one carousel a week into your content Mm -hmm. i would definitely do it i'm going to give them an eight out of ten
0: because you didn't want to say ten
1: i don't want to say ten i don't (laughs) want everyone to feel like they have to because like i said i've seen some i I think next year we're going to see some instagram accounts that are 100 reels right or 100 percent IGTV, even though that's a bit more far off, but again, you can, you can find what works for you and there will be an audience for it.
0: Oh, that's so interesting. If there are accounts that are just reels, I don't know if I see that happening, but I I do like the idea of that because there are just so many features on Instagram Mm -hmm. that it makes sense. Okay. So let's move on to the next trend of 2021 and that's stories. Stories is not new, but tell us how we can leverage that in 2021.
1: I love how this is all kind of blending from one to the next, because we just mentioned how value is key, right? Value Mm -hmm. and connection or communication or relationships with your audience is what really matters on any social media. Um, So people who maybe aren't doing carousels to pack in that value or to pack in that connection, maybe they're just doing, like I said, photos. That's fine. Because if you often when you look at those people where their their profile is just all photos and captions, if you look at their story bubble, they are rocking it on stories, right? They are showing up every day. Mm -hmm. They're talking to their audience. They're really getting their personality out there. So like you said, stories aren't new, but stories are probably going to be most business. Most entrepreneurs stories can be your secret weapon to get sales, to pitch your offer, to talk about what you're selling. Um, Like I said, I recently sold my content calendar i think i made one carousel post to promote it and that was the majority of my sales um like we said it it was a content calendar so i posted that january 1st right everyone's talking about the new year everyone's talking about being um, goal-oriented and planning it out and i put a nice big post that brought value but also introduced it but after that initial rush i was on my stories talking about it and and normally if we look at social media you don't want to be too salesy like if i was doing an an individual post every day for the whole week about like, Hey guys, here's my content calendar Monday. Here's my content calendar Tuesday. Here it is on Wednesday. People would get, would get sick of it. Right. They'd be like, mm-hmm. I either already bought it and I like it. I don't care anymore, Lucas, or I'm not going to buy it. Stop trying to tell me to Right. Yeah. Um, and I would probably get a bad and make a bad impression on my community if I were doing that. So stories, because they're only there for 24 hours, it's a face to face format. Um, It is so much more casual that it is a lot easier and a lot more forgiven, you might say, to pitch yourself, to talk about your offer, to talk about your business. And a big thing I need to see entrepreneurs changing is they need to just get out there and talk about their services. Because again, I think many people think it's wrong to be too salesy. And again, you don't want to, but if you do it in a very uh, casual way, you can definitely generate interest, generate leads for your business. And you should, because that's what keeps all your time on social media sustainable, right? Is to Mm -hmm. sell your products and services, to connect with clients and to generate leads.
0: So the stories are very much engaging with your audience that you already have. It's not a gross feature. It's more engaging and then making that sale.
1: Definitely. Um, And to add to that, I'm glad you brought that up because my favorite thing to say about stories is your main feed content so like your posts your photos your igtv um and your reels even your main feed content is what gets you discovered it's what gets you known because that's what can potentially get to the explore page right and or the hashtag it can trend on hashtags your stories are how people decide if they like you and if they want to buy from you right Mm -hmm. so you gotta you gotta have both you gotta put out the content to get people aware of you and knowing about you but that that factor where they like you, and that trust factor, no like and trust, if you want the mm-hmm. complete picture. Stories and also lives. Stories and lives are how you build that trust, how you build that relationship.
0: Yeah, it's really the full funnel and you can really meet someone on Instagram and then all the way to selling them. You just have to be using the different features and different touch points to make sure that happens.
1: Yeah, and, and a big thing I would add too, um, on Instagram, on social media in general, is don't just assume that the people who are engaging with you every single day are your only audience. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, when I post not everybody just likes to communicate on, on social media every single day. So when I, when I posted my product or launched my product, I had tons of people coming out of the woodworks who I hadn't spoken to. I hadn't had much interaction with and they were buying it because they've kind of quietly been consuming my content quietly been learning about, about my stuff. Right. So these are people who I haven't had DM conversations with before. So if mm-hmm. I were to assume if I, if I hadn't posted about it if I hadn't put it on my stories, I never would have connected with those people in the first place.
0: Mm-hmm. And it also goes to show that you, you, you gave them enough value for them to trust and like you that when you finally came up and said, Hey, I actually, I have this content planner, boom, they were ready to buy.
1: Exactly. Right. Cause you um, like, you warmed
0: them up, right. To becoming a customer essentially.
1: Yep. And I made myself that kind of that hub of information for Mm -hmm. social media tips, for social media ideas, for how to create social media content and implement it. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: I had had tons of people still coming to me and saying like, I love all this stuff, but I just don't have ideas for what to make so I can apply your information so I can Mm -hmm. apply your tips. So I use that audience feedback. I use that community feedback and I made this product. And I think that's why I was so successful because I built up this community and I knew what they wanted and needed and how I could help them a little bit further.
0: Can entrepreneurs still be successful with a smaller audience?
1: Absolutely, yeah, I think um, a big, with products, it's a little bit more difficult, right? Because Mm -hmm. um, especially low ticket products. So mine, for example, like I said, it was uh, less than $50. So it's on the lower end. Um, So if I'm looking for quantity of sales, um, I do have to have the big audience. But most service entrepreneurs, are selling the more high ticket package, right? Because they can't work with 500 people at once. They can work with five people. Mm -hmm. So I would say, especially for service based or B2B, that's where having a small audience is completely fine. It's all about the confidence and the clarity that you communicate with. And and I have many friends who have reached out to me saying like, because a a big message I say is, you don't need 10,000 followers to make your first sale. Many people Mm -hmm. prioritize that. Uh, 10,000 is a weird milestone on Instagram. I think it's because you get that swipe up in your stories, yeah. and everybody thinks like sales just flow in as soon as you yes, have that option. <laughs> That's not true. I always say like, if you're not, if you're not actively selling on your stories before 10 K, mm-hmm. just getting that swipe up feature, isn't going to change anything overnight. Right. So I say, start at hundred, start at 200 just actively talk about what you are passionate about, what you can help with and what you are confident in delivering. Mm -hmm. And it's gonna make an impact on people. It's gonna make an impression on them and they'll come to you if you give them the chance um, or you can reach out to them as well.
0: So on a scale of one to 10 for stories.
1: Uh, 10 out of 10. So stories, I would say 10 out of 10 because even if you aren't comfortable on video, Mm -hmm. it is best, like I think you are gonna make much more of an impression and a relationship by being on video so i do suggest that but stories are great even if you don't like canva for example there are tons of apps as well one of them is called mojo i believe um inshot is a great mobile video editing app there are tons of apps and programs and even directly within instagram too that let you just design like infographics or let you design uh, just promos or informational texts that are just going to teach people about your stuff. So mm-hmm. if you want to use stories and you're not comfortable in video, I suggest just working on it, trying to get to that point, but you don't have to wait until you're comfortable in video. You can use those voting stickers. You can use those multiple choice questions and to really get your, get people talking to you and about your business beforehand.
0: I like that. I like that for the stories out of everything, all the features that we mentioned, stories are a must because that's yes. finishing the funnel right it's that last point where you're like hey i have a product or a service or whatever it is so we spoke about pretty cool trends on instagram what is on your wish list
1: so the big thing i'm hoping for is and we we had this announced around june 2020 Mm -hmm. but haven't really seen it is that igtv is about to be monetized so um instagram gave us some details on it and then they made the option available in like a beta testing stage to some of the bigger creators only in the US. So it wasn't available here uh, in Canada. But IGTV monetization is gonna look very similar to YouTube monetization where, again, you'll probably need a minimum follower count. I'm assuming it'll probably start at 10K because that's their favorite number on Instagram (laughs) before they give you features. Um, But for people who have access to IGTV monetization, they'll be able to post videos and brands will be able to you know, put in like a six second video ad, similar to those pre-roll ads you see before a YouTube video, people watch your video, you get some of that revenue and they were giving, I think they were matching the split that YouTube gives you. I'm not hundred percent, I'm not hundred percent sure on what the split is, but they were going to match the ad split that YouTube gives its creators as well. So IGTV has been very underused in my opinion. I don't like using it, the reach on it is terrible Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's the whole problem. I post IGTV just doesn't get out there. But I think that's because Instagram can't monetize it yet, right? They don't have these ads in a large scale yet. So as soon as that happens, I wouldn't be surprised if, and especially if it works and people like it, I wouldn't be surprised if Instagram really starts pushing out IGTV. Mm -hmm. um, And then that's another place to monetize our audiences on Instagram.
0: Cause to me, IGTV like the incentive for us to do that is to get monetized right but right now there's no one's really like watching them
1: (laughs) there's there's no incentive really um I shouldn't say that because there obviously there are people who are rocking IGTV but there's there are very few incentives for people to create for IGTV right now when a real or a story or just a single post in the main feed um, even just like a normal, even, even a video that's less than 60 seconds mm-hmm. is going to do much better just because it's not IGTV on Instagram right now.
0: Yeah. It's just, it's also hard to access those as well. Like you have to like go look for them yeah. and you don't even know if they're there. So, cause I was also thinking, should I upload every episode to IGTV of my podcast? Right. What I would
1: do with that, um, mm-hmm. come up quite a bit is because again that dwell time that average viewer duration is what really helps instagram in terms of you know pushing out your account to more people Mm -hmm. so i wouldn't put them on the main feed because then if those underperform which they will because it's igtv not because of the video yeah um, just because the format again doesn't get as much reach right now doesn't get as much potential um so because they will underperform compared to like a single image post or um a carousel instagram is gonna Kind of rank your account as lower on the engagement scale and it will show it to fewer people so mm-hmm. i say put them up there in the igtv section and it could be the video like this or it could even just be like a still frame right like a, a cover photo with the audio playing um, put them up there but don't click the share to main feed yeah. just keep it only on igtv and that's a good way to kind of because people like there are those diehard fans of igtv who will um mm-hmm. check it out but the vast majority of people won't
0: yeah so like tell people about it, but don't put it on your main page, right. which makes sense. Mm-hmm. And then there's also another feature, the SEO function.
1: Yeah. So this is something that again, we, we have, it's kind of trickling down, like we've seen it a little bit in action, mm-hmm. but Instagram announced toward, I think probably third quarter of 2020, that hashtags wouldn't be the only way to now search and be searched um, and to get on the Explore page and whatnot. Uh, but that they would be adding an SEO feature. So they would be looking at keywords in your uh, in the metadata. So keywords in your caption, keywords in your files or in your images. And they would start to help people find content that relates in that way. So that'd be very that would be amazing because hashtags have not been very reliable, especially towards the end of 2020. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, I haven't had great results with them lately. So but it would be nice to get better search results from this than just relying on hashtags.
0: But the SEO function means that people are going to write longer captions. Then
1: it'll be interesting. Yeah. Cause um, I'm, I'm sure they have some kind of plan for that
0: mm-hmm. because they
1: don't want people like keyword stuffing or anything like that just to try to show up. So um, I'm sure they have some, something going on where it's going to draw from multiple different areas instead of just the caption, but it, it's working in some places already an example that was given. So again, it's for very basic keywords right now, but they are mm-hmm. testing it out. An example that was given by Instagram is if you search puppies as your keyword, um, you might see some pictures, like someone maybe just posted a photo of their puppy, didn't hashtag it puppies, didn't uh, do anything. But the Instagram's algorithm can now scan and be like, yep, there's a puppy in this picture. If someone's searching puppies, let's show it to them. So oh, again, damn. That's basic a little scary. Keywords, but it, it is. Yeah, yeah, they scan everything. They scan video, they scan photo, they mm-hmm. look at it um, and they try to help connect people with content they like based on that.
0: Ooh, so interesting. Okay. So before we wind down, are there any social media trends that we should be looking out for? Like the top two, maybe three things that you can tell us about?
1: Um, I think just looking at the things we've discussed today, it's very clear that video content is going to be, um, it is on the rise, but it's going to be a game changer. I think the only reason we don't see more and more video content is because it's difficult to make, right? It takes more mm-hmm. time. People aren't comfortable with it, as comfortable with it as they are with photos. Um, but just keep in mind with videos, people expect that we are now showing up as our authentic selves. It doesn't have to be perfect. I think mm-hmm. especially 2020, yeah. where there are all those um, like lighthearted stories of people just showing up. You know, people who are used to just seeing each other in the corporate world every single day, all done up and whatnot. Now they're just like in their living room and like a house coat, like on yeah. a Zoom. So I think 2020 kind of opened the door for that, which is a positive we can take from 2020. Um, so video content, just try it out. And again, focus on grabbing and maintaining attention. Really look at how you can keep your audience engaged and watching that video. If there's too much of a pause, if it's, you know, dragging on for too much, cut it out because you have that option. But Try to get comfortable on video. That's going to be a huge trend for social media.
0: Ooh, yeah, that's a good one, especially for the reels, because it's new, guys.
1: Yeah, exactly. Into the
0: reels and obviously your stories. But Lucas, thank you so much for sharing all of these great trends with us, and really being aware of what's to come in 2021. And everybody who's listening should definitely follow Lucas on Instagram at the Lucas O'Keefe. I'll link everything in the show notes. Uh, but be sure to check out his content calendar and Instagram story prompt. I already bought one. I'm gonna look into the other one. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's amazing. Is there anything else you want to leave uh, with the audience? With
1: Nope, that's it. Um, I just say social media is still a great, a great place to grow your brand. It is free, mm-hmm. right? So um, even though we are seeing organic reach kind of slipping away, it's all about just finding those opportunities and making that platform work in your favor. So get out there and learn the platforms.
0: Amazing. Thank you so much, Lucas.
1: Thank you very much.